Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Man, man, man. The coronation of the king is complete. The longest NBA title march of all time is complete. Is LeBron's legacy complete? It is hard to argue. It is one of the greatest mornings in Los Angeles Lakers history, and that says something considering the legendary nature of the franchise. Of course, because it's 2020, there will be no parade, but the parade of accomplishments for this Laker team will live on forever. And it's funny to think as Key claps our resident Laker fan, biggest Laker fan we know, they said there would be an asterisk whoever won the NBA title when the playoffs began on August 17th. I think that is over Whatever. and That's hate. done with. I thought, you, hate. I thought you'd be more excited. I mean? thought you would have more energy this morning. I got plenty of energy. Plenty. The Lakers took care of business. Next up is the Dodgers. Plenty of energy. I mean, when you watched the game last night, you knew. Straight out the gate from the first time that he dunked the basketball, they was getting ready to be on a mission. You mm. just you could tell. The starting lineup told you. When they switched out Dwight Howard for Caruso and went smaller, it was like, okay, we, we coming with a different type of game plan. And, and you could tell that he was on a mission. That mission was supposed to be in game five. It didn't happen. So they rolled it over to game six. And in poor Miami, I didn't even – it was just like one of those deals where they couldn't, they couldn't get out of their own way for a period there. 106-93 in game six to win the series four games to two. If you're just getting up this morning or we're watching the NFL last night, we'll get into plenty of NFL talk Along the morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance. Everything going on with Dak Prescott. We'll get to it. Everything going on with Russell Wilson's latest amazing drive to put the Seahawks at 5-0 and for the first time in franchise the history. Drive. MVP. Another head coach has been fired. We'll get to all of we it. We knew that one was coming. <laughs> no <laughs> Ma- doubt about it. Matter of time. So a matter of time before the Lakers probably won that 17th title. They were up 3-1, like you said, got the scare, ended up winning last night. You saw the effort. You saw the stress on LeBron the last couple games, wanting to close it out, realizing what was on the line individually and collectively. Where does this rank to you fellas in terms of all the championships LeBron has won? Well, I think when you, when you look at it, obviously from an individual standpoint, the Cleveland one is number one to me because whenever you can go back home – and take care of business in a city in which you were raised and desperate and, and, and all of those sort of things, that's number one. And then in terms of the Lakers franchise and everything that they've gone through in the last 12 months or, or so, you think about just everything, it's number one. And I know Laker fans, you know, they point to the, to the, uh, the 80, I want to say 84, 85 Celtics teams that they played against. Like they say, oh, that's the best one. It's like, no, man, you got to remember for starting off the gate from the issues that they had in China to the Kobe Bryant in in Gigi's passings to the pandemic to the bubble to the unrest in the the country. Just all of that with LeBron, that for the Lakers is number one. You see, Key, the job is finished. The job is finished. And that line right there describes the most pressured championship I think LeBron has ever won. The passing away of Kobe Bryant and the ghost of Kobe looming around to to carry that weight, I think, for this franchise to do that in the midst of a pandemic, to do that in a bubble, to to that to do that while carrying social justice, the weight of all that. Just watching last night, the way he came out, he was he was playing bully basketball, man. Yeah, no, for sure. It was bully basketball. It was punish him every single possession. I, I just Yes, being down 3-1, winning a championship for Cleveland, for home, 
That's incredible. But I didn't feel that weight, that pressure on LeBron. Maybe he felt it for Cleveland, but Mm -hmm. Cleveland never won a championship before. I think carrying the weight for a franchise that had won 16 world championships, the greatest players of all time, Kobe Bryant, you know, just Magic Johnson, all that. It's just it was tremendous to watch him hoist that trophy last night just to claim it for himself and for Laker Nation. And and when you look at it though, for LeBron's sake, it's so funny because you mentioned the bubble. And I've seen people and heard people say, Oh, it's not the same. There's no fans there. It's the this. I'm like, I don't understand how people don't get that you are isolated from essentially the world. Like only people you dealing with are people that are inside there. And it's hard that you got to motivate yourself to get out there and play. There are no fans that you can chirp back at. There's no, there's none of that going on. Like you got to find within yourself how to get up every single day. You're eating basically the same foods. You going into that room, you know, cause I know Disney hotels, them rooms that got them flowered, uh, <laughs> you know, little paper, uh, uh, wallpaper, like you going in there every day. Like that that's from a mental standpoint, Z, that's gotta be that's gotta be stressful. And can you take it to another level? Like the one thing that always recalibrates me is regardless of the day when I walk in my home, my kid is right there, like yeah. da da da, what are we doing? Yeah. Get you out of your funk. You don't got that no more. You, you don't, don't got have seeing this. your wife, you don't got a home cooked meal, you don't got seeing friends, you don't got it's, any of that. You're just by yourself or with your teammates, which was cool when you were thirteen playing AAU ball, but as a grown man, that's different. Or it's good when you there for a month in training camp. But when you're accustomed to a certain square footage in space mm-hmm. and you're basically in four walls with a TV, I mean, that's, you know, that's a long time to be dealing with that. No doubt. Coming up in 24 minutes at 630 Eastern, the Lakers march to that longest championship. And some of the things you may not remember happened. The poignancy of Kobe Bryant was there, but there are plenty of other things throughout this near calendar year that the Lakers overcome you may not be thinking about. Zubin. 373 days is the number that you need to remember. (laughs) We started preseason 373 days last year. Last year, that's how long this season has been. Like So for all these guys to to finalize the season by winning this grind-you-out type world championship speaks volumes about this team's endurance and their ability actually to finish the job. It's a great point. We're asking you on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, is this the Lakers' greatest championship? You certainly heard Key weigh in. You heard Jay weigh in. We want to hear from you. Be a part of Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Simple. Greatest Lakers championship? If you've been alive for all 17, (laughs) I'd love to hear from you. I'm not sure how many people in the audience that applies to. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's official. College football's back. So is your favorite Dr. Pepper-loving college football town, Fansville. Head to a store near you to treat your inner college football fan to an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper. As always, LeBron will get the last word. He is the MVP. He was asked right after the game what a championship meant to Laker Nation, and he decided to start his comment by guaranteeing something to team owner Jeannie Buss. It means a lot. It means a lot to represent this franchise. Um, Jeannie, I told Jeannie when I came here that uh, I was going to put this franchise back in a position where it belongs. Um, her late great father did it for so many years, and she just you know, took it on after that. And for me to be a part of such a historical franchise is uh, it's an unbelievable feeling. Not only for myself, but for my teammates, for the organization, for the coaches, for the trainers, everybody that's here. We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. 
And I want my damn respect, too. Love it. He led the league in assists for the first time this year, and he's dishing dimes and dishing compliments to Rob Palenka, the GM, to Frank Vogel, Wait the coach. Wait a second, Zubin. Did we ever not respect LeBron? I'm asking us. Nah, I, I ain't. I, I'm out of it. What do you mean you're out of it? <laughs> Man, I, That's not what you said during the, the, during the pre-show meeting. Now you're going to try to change things around? God, well, he's not talking to me. Who's he talking to? Those that did those that have not respected him. So I don't even put myself in that position. So I've never said that I didn't respect him. He, I mean, he's not talking to me. No, I, it, I, it, I, I just find it very interesting. And I love how we all stay motivated, right? I would never listen to anything positive that anybody's ever said about me. You focus on the things that people say that are negative about you in order to drive you. I'm just, we, we're, we're talking about LeBron James being one of the two greatest players to ever play the game of basketball. But at the same time, I see how LeBron drives himself. Yeah, he said he was going to do it. He did it. Still to come. He ain't talking to me. The financial fallout for a devastating injury for Dak and the emotional fallout for the team. Can the Cowboys still win the division without him? The fellas weigh in. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Fellas, speaking of major, there were some major storylines in the NFL yesterday. None bigger than the injury to Dak Prescott here at SportsCenter's Michael Eve say his foot pointing in a direction it shouldn't have been. Keyshawn, oh. Jay Will, and Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance. That moan you heard from Jay. Jay, just take it away right here. Obviously, this is a devastating blow. Just a quick couple of points Dak has never missed a start in his career. That's obviously coming to an end. Last year, you might recall, he played with a right shoulder injury the last two games, gutted his way through. This year, he played all but two snaps. And the two snaps he came off the field before he got hurt, Jay, he was being tested for a concussion. One of the most durable players since he's entered the league. Only Russell Wilson of Tom Brady have more wins since Dak, since Dak entered the league. And now this. We were doing NBA Countdown last night, and I was watching the game simultaneously and that visual of him holding his ankle sideways just made me sick to my stomach, Key. Like, it just made my stomach turn upside down. And everything in your mind during that time when you watch a guy, and I, I hear everybody saying, what a great leader, and all these different things, and that, that makes me sick. Like, he was an MVP caliber type of player. Having that kind of a season for this franchise. And knowing everything that he went through, not signing a long-term deal, betting on himself essentially, and now understanding this as an athlete, and we, we got all these you know different pieces of information about, well, his insurance policy and endorsements cover you know, $50 million. I'm like, I don't want to hear anything about insurance. He's not going to capture any of this money because he's going to play again, which means his value is diminished in a major degree. And, Key, you and I both noticed at the end of the day, as much as people can love us, as much as people can say you're a great leader, it's kind of like you're a horse to a degree, right? 
And if you're not performing at a high level, they're like, well, you're not really performing. Let's see your value. And that, that just, for Dak, watching that, being carted off the field, just made my heart stop beating for well, a while. Well, it, it, you know, when it, when it first took place, the only thing that could go through my mind was his economics. I'm like, damn. And, and so you, you, you go directly to his contract situation because he didn't sign a long-term extension. And I would be a fool not to think that. And Jay brought up the insurance uh, policy, which is we, Jay and myself as professional athletes have had disability policies. There's no question about it for large sums of money. The only way you're going to get paid out on the insurance policy is if he could never drop back and take a snap at the quarterback spot. And I think people miss, they're missing that. Like he's going to play again. But will he be the same? What's his loss of value? That Those are things that are important. When you have these calculated risk, and I mean, what I mean by that is whatever that number was that the Cowboys had on the table at the time is greater than what the franchise tag was. And so you go back, and it's easy for me to sit here and say this right now today as I look at it and go, you probably should have signed that deal. It's very easy to do that. But I would have said the same thing back then, which I did, because it's risk. We play a very violent sport. And when you have the opportunity to earn a certain amount of money, the people around you that you hire, these agents, these attorneys, they have to calculate their risk for you at 27, 26, 27 years old because you are younger. Your mind doesn't think the same as when you are 40. That risk is different, way different. And, and so, you know, you look at it, you go, now people are going to say, well, Jerry Jones, you just give him a contract anyway. That's not going to happen, man. You think Jerry Jones Mm-mm. is in the business of giving $200 million away? Not at all. Not at all. You Not heard, at all. You heard the despondency in the voice of Brad Sham, the voice of the Cowboys on 105.3. The fan, multiple reports say Dak was offered five years, over $100 million total. To Key's point, the franchise tag one year for $31.4 million. He'll be out four to six months. He had a surgery on his compound fracture and in dislocation, and the successful surgery was reported to be done last night. All good by Adam Schefter. They brought in a noted foot and ankle doctor to make sure they could get it done. And, 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 and they're going to get it done to the degree that hopefully it brings him back to some sort of level that he just left from, right? But with that being said, he still has to prove, again, that he's capable of playing at a level that warrants the contract that he's looking for. Uh, it's so funny because I was texting with my a longtime agent, Jerome Stanley, who represented me my entire career in the NFL in my first nine years at ESPN. And we were texting back and forth last night. He goes, 30 million question mark, 100 million plus question mark. Mm-hmm. Which one would you take? Don't need to be a math major. I'm like, man, please. And he goes, well, see, that's the difference between you and other people. And he also says, the internet sometimes can mess guys' minds up because you start looking at the internet and you start comparing what you make to what other people make, and you forget to calculate that risk in well, there. Well, then, Key, uh, you know, it's, so, it's interesting on the internet. You see a lot of people saying that Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys screwed Dak Prescott, and I'm sitting there saying uh, they didn't screw Dak Prescott. Like that's that's how business works. 
Well, no, they didn't. They didn't screw him, Jay. They offered him a contract. I understand. And the and contract the wasn't time, where they wanted the contract to be, so they hedged in the bet. It was like, all right, prove it for the year. Yes. And this is what happens. And 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 with with everything happening in terms of the TV rights deal expiring in a couple of years and renegotiating, he was going to bet on himself long term. But that's calculated risk. I understand. And at twenty some years old, man, you don't take that risk in this sport. It's not the NBA. It's not Major League Baseball. You don't take that risk at this sport. And Zubin, I've had I've had a dislocated right ankle. I was trying to work out by myself, slipped on my on my ankle, jumped off essentially the the right side of my ankle, and it popped out. I tell you, that took me a year and a half to feel somewhat normal because once they pop it back in, that's without a compound fracture. That's also a deep, deep bone bruise. And I don't know if you guys have ever had a bone bruise. That never, that doesn't go away for a long time. I actually broke my ankle too, right here, Zubin. Got pins and in, in, in a rod in there right now to this day. So I know how that must feel. Quick two things. Remember, a lot of people said it's all about the money. It's always about the money. As you guys say, the bottom line is the bottom line. But with regard to Dak, a lot of it came down to the years of the contract. Remember, Dak wanted to sign a four-year deal. That would allow him to hit free agency a year earlier because the Cowboys wanted to sign him to a five-year deal. So those things need to be taken into account. Key, I would also say a couple months ago on the show, when Patrick Mahomes got his money and Deshaun Watson got his money, everyone said, the Cowboys just made a $40 million mistake. They should have locked them up. They should have locked – things quickly change. I, I cannot quickly count change. other people's money, Z. I just know what I need to get. I can't worry about those other two guys. Fair enough. Fair enough. On the way, so if you were a GM, if you were Jerry, if you were Steven, his son, inside the Cowboys organization, what are you thinking this morning with regards to long and short-term future for Dak? What's on the checklist? We'll ask our resident GM on the way. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. In tears, indeed. It was an emotional day, a financial hit for Dak, the physical hit to Dak, the mental hit, and what the Cowboys planning to do moving forward. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance right before we get to our NFL insider, Mike Tannenbaum. Just a little background. The last time a Cowboys franchise quarterback suffered an injury of this sort of ilk, remember it was Tony Romo back in 2015, he broke his right collarbone. What did the Cowboys do the very next year? They drafted a kid named Dak Prescott 
in the fourth round of the draft, 135th overall. And now Dak is dealing with his first major injury, something Tony dealt with for years. As we know, Tony got paid. We'll wait to see if Dak gets paid in a different way. Let's head to the Shell Pennzoil performance line to bring in Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. Mike, first things first, good morning to you. How should the Cowboys handle Dak going forward from a contractual standpoint? Yeah, good morning, guys. Well, we got to remember, under the rules, they can't extend him until the season is over because he's playing under the franchise tag. But as soon as they could, if I was Dallas, I would try to sign him to a two-year deal and work with him very closely to rehab. So whenever he's ready to go, hopefully it's next season, maybe starts the year on PUP. Whenever he's ready to go, you could put him in there and you could take all that pressure off the table about rehabbing and being a free agency. The other thing I would do if I was Dallas, I would re-sign Andy Dalton, who's only under a one-year deal. And then I would also look in the draft in 2021, because if Dak doesn't come back to be the same player, then maybe I could get the quarterback of the future. So if I was Dallas, I would do those three things to make sure that the quarterback position solidified. Mike, let me ask you this. Having been on both sides, both as a general manager of a team, but also for a short stint in your career, a sports agent, how would you advise Dak, especially since the risk calculation was so superior the first time around with the Cowboys, and clearly that wasn't factored into anything? Yeah, so, Key, what I would say is, look, we hit a bump in the road last night, but there's so many uh, good precedents out there that you could come back from this. Let's go back to the San Diego Chargers and Drew Brees in 2005. He's on a one-year deal on the franchise tag at $8 million, which seems like unbelievable all those years ago. (laughs) He gets hurt. He goes to the Saints. Nobody wants to touch him. And look, he has a Hall of Fame career. You could look at the Dallas Cowboys. Jalen Smith would have been a top-five player. He has a really bad knee injury in his bowl game. It took him a couple years, and then he came back, and obviously he got richly rewarded. So Breeze, Jalen Smith, those are just two examples key. So if I was him, I would invest in my rehab. I would stay with Dallas short term. I'm only 27 years old and he was having a career year. So I think he could get back to where we all hope he should be and where he could be. It's just going to take some time. He has to be patient and invest in the rehab until he's back to being that same player. Mike, speaking of a team that needs to be patient, uh, the Falcons made a decision the other day to change both their GM and head coach after starting off 0-5 and and losing to the Panthers, who do you see to replace the head coach and uh, and Quinn, and who's a viable candidate? Yeah, Jay, well, look, I have all the respect in the world for Dan Quinn. He did a really good job there. I think their injuries in the secondary just really hurt him. I think short-term on their staff, you could look at two people, Raheem Morris, the former head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Dirk Cutter, who ironically was also a former head coach of the Buccaneers. So I think short-term, those are two coaches that uh, could make sense. And then I think next year it all starts with a couple names. Eric Bieniemy, the very talented offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. I would think within reason he should get one of these jobs. You have to make that offense stay. That's the strength of this team. So Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, what gives them the best chance to succeed? I would look at Eric Bieniemy, And then there's two coordinators at Tampa Bay that I like a lot on both sides of the ball. Byron Leftwich is a, a young guy who uh, was a former quarterback at Marshall, who a lot of players love playing for. And if Tampa has the run we all think they can, I think he'll be a hot name. And then on the other side of the ball is Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles did a decent job at the Jets. Uh, obviously ran out of time there. But again, if Tampa has a deep run, he's an experienced guy. So those are some names that I think we should keep an eye on. Let's go from the NFC South to the AFC North. How impressive has the AFC North been, Mike? 
Without question, I think they're the best division in football. I, if we were sitting here a couple of weeks ago, I would have said the NFC West, but I think San Francisco's taking a step back. I'm really concerned about Seattle's defense. But those three teams, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland, should all be there. And again, we're looking at an expanded playoff, but I think those three teams look like playoff teams to me because they're balanced. They can all play defense. And I think what Miles Garrett does particularly for Cleveland is some of the, the secondary of Cleveland I would have real concerns about, but he covers up for their mistakes because he's been such a dominant pass rusher. He took that game over yesterday. We could look at the stat sheet, but he impacted Phillip Rivers quite a bit. So I like Cleveland a lot. I think they're balanced. And obviously, when you look at Pittsburgh, what they're doing, and Baltimore, who has the defending uh, MVP in Lamar Jackson, those are three teams I think could be there all the way to the end. Mike, this time, this time during football season, the conversation always starts about the draft, even though the draft is in April. Uh, executives were polled around, surveyed around the league that – a number of them felt that they would not give up a first-round pick in a Sam Darnold trade. And you have said on our show before, if, if the Jets had the number one overall pick, that they would go get Trevor Lawrence, where three years ago, Sam Darnold was a toast to the town. Now what? Boy, this USC bias, man, it runs deep. It's I not bias. It's the truth. <laughs> What, that he turned the ball over in college and that he keeps turning the ball over? Those but, things are but, true. But look, but look Mike, Mike, he has no players around him. The coach isn't co- coaching him well. He's getting he's getting sacked every third time because the offensive line isn't good. Let's let let's be real here. Wait, Key, now, now let's go to the uh, Keyshawn Lakers here. LeBron James showed up. There was nobody there, but his greatness made everybody around him better, and then more players wanted to come there. And if you're great, you're going to make players around you better, and you're going to make C's, B's, and B's, A's. And right now, look, I don't think there's a lot there. I agree with that. But in all seriousness, when you look at what happened with Josh Rosen, I think that's a great example, which was let's give Arizona a lot of credit. They took Josh Rosen. He was top 10 pick out of UCLA. They had a chance to go get Kyler Murray. They did that. They moved on from Rosen. They got a second-round pick. And I think given the fact that Sam Darnold, there's a lot to like about him because he's so athletic. We saw a couple plays he made last week against Denver with his feet. He can make all the throws. But some of those turnovers have to be cleaned up, and it does go back to college. So I think a second-round pick is much more realistic. And, again, I think Josh Rosen's a good example. And it's an absolute no-brainer. As Trevor Lawrence is there, he may be as good as Andrew Luck. You have to turn in the card. Okay, I guess he'll make the offensive line better, and I guess he'll make the running backs better, and I guess he'll make the defense better, and I guess the receivers are all of a sudden have a number of Keyshawn Johnsons there. But I just wish I went to USC. You know, I, I thought UMass was a good education, but obviously the trajectory of my career would have been materially different if I, <laughs> if I had been a Trojan as well. Maybe. <laughs> Fair enough, Mike. I got to say, you love using the term force multiplier, making people around you better in multiple ways. Right now, all we've seen is multiple turnovers from Sam Darnold. I'm totally with you. One more NFL game tonight. (laughs) We got the Chargers and the Saints. Really appreciate you being with us this morning and every Monday morning. Thank you, Mike. What does Mike know? (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Key always gets the last word. And I agree with Keith. This isn't Max Brown or Max Wittick, folks. We're talking about Sam Darnold, not just another dude that went to USC. I get everybody's going to point to the Arizona Cardinal thing. Right, They're going to say, well, Arizona got their guy. For that particular system, Arizona, y'all, y'all act like Arizona's beating up on the Seattle Seahawks, the New England Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, they beat the Jets yesterday. 
Stop. They had to draft two quarterbacks in the top ten in as many years just to get it stop. right in their mind. And they're not but, they're just stop it though. But key it, He doesn't it, have anything around him. It depends. It depends on who's coming in. If a new if a new head coach comes in and he wants somebody different, then you have to let the head coach make that decision you, ultimately, you, right? You, With Joe you, Douglas. You allow your head coach to evaluate the quarterback, there's no question about it. But this whole notion that Sam Darnold is just trash. I mean, you can I, only get a two for him. Three years ago, he was the fourth pick of the draft. Third pick in the third, draft. Third, third, I'm top sorry. Three top three player that you coveted along with everybody else in the league. And he's play had an up and down so far three years. You're well, you're willing to just give up for an unknown commodity when you already got a dude here that you have no players around. I just don't see the logic. That's just me. Now, the Jets need more than Sam. If I got the number one pick and I think I could work with Sam and I got the number one overall pick, I'm going to dangle that out in front of somebody that feels they are Trevor Lawrence away that may give me multiple picks over years. That's what you do because it's not basketball. It's football. You need more than one guy to get that championship. No doubt, and you have multiple holes. Best way to fill them is with multiple draft picks, and you can do it in a cost-effective way yes. if you build through the draft, and the Jets definitely need a bunch of dudes. Keyshawn J. Wills, you've been brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. You need the best coverage, and not just football, but your wireless network, too. Straight Talk Wireless gives you the same networks as big carriers for up to half the cost, 45 bucks a month for 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. We will go straight to Laker conversation after we go from A to Z. From Dallas to D.C. and everywhere in between, from A to Z. And from A to Z is brought to you by Redbox. New at Redbox, Irresistible, a hilarious comedy from the writer-director John Stewart. Yes, that John Stewart, starring Steve Carell and Rose Byrne. Visit Redbox.com for all the ways to watch. The Rams over the Washington football team. The return of Alex Smith after 693 days. A grotesque leg injury. Almost had his leg amputated. Could have died. 17 surgeries. But back on the field, he said it felt surreal. Notable, he only got in there after Kyle Allen got knocked out. Jalen Ramsey popped Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen was slated to return, could have returned, cleared to return. And Coach Rivera said, I'm keeping Alex Smith in there. Uh, It's good to see Alex back in the fold. You know, it's just a shame that he's with a team that's not going anywhere. Guys like this. You wish they were with better organizations and better teams that have a chance to ultimately win that prize in the end. Last thing I would say, Aaron Donald wreaked havoc, but there was one particular play where he could have teed off on Alex Smith, kind of held him up, and didn't throw him down to the turf. Classy gesture considering the circumstances there. Baseball, the Rays defeat the Astros 2-1, game one of the American League Championship Series. So they have an early lead. They'll play again. Coverage on ESPN Radio 330 Eastern, the Rays are an excellent one-run baseball team. Just ask Jay's Yankees about that late last week. Sore spot. Sorry, didn't want to bring it up. And Keys Dodgers. Well, you do want to bring it up. You brought it up. <laughs> who, who the Yankees play tonight? Oh, stop it. We'll see in spring training. The Braves and the Dodgers may be the two best teams so far in the postseason. If records mean anything to you, they'll play. 7.30 Eastern uh, coverage begins on ESPN Radio. That's a National League Championship Series. The World Series set to go starting October 20th. They're going to play every single day until we get to the Fall Classic. And Rafael Nadal, you want to talk about the clinic of all clinics. The most dominant performance in sports yesterday. He won his guys 13th French Open title, and most importantly, that victory at Roland Garros was his 20th Grand Slam, tying the great Roger Federer for the most all-time. Nadal also won his 100th match at the French Open. Notable, fellas, because he's played 102 matches. Yes, 
He is 102 on the red clay, whipped Novak Djokovic in straight sets. I was watching yesterday morning. I've never seen Djokovic look so helpless. That is A to Z. Let's talk the champs. Throughout the highs, throughout the lows, you stay even kill, stay in the moment. What's left right now? Nothing. It's win to win for us. It's got to be better in game six and close the series. James goes to the rim once again, lays it up and in. Trying to win himself another ring. Oh, Rajon Rondo putting on a show. This game has completely gotten away from Miami. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. It's one of the greatest feelings in the world. Right up there, one of the greatest accomplishments I have. And that guy's had a bunch of great feelings in his career. And to say this one is at the top, as Keyshawn mentioned, one of the greatest titles for one of the greatest teams in NBA history. So how did we get here, fellas? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. And Big Perk, an NBA champion himself, Kendrick Perkins, will join us at 7.15 for his thoughts. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight to an amazing timeline, which you'll never see before last October it's almost hard to remember last October fellas I'll run through this fast so we can get your thoughts on it but this is everything this organization has been through the Lakers land in Shanghai the day after Daryl Morey the Rockets general manager put out some support for Hong Kong on Twitter which set the Chinese government off which scared Adam Silver the league lost over 400 million dollars after that little snafu LeBron had to get in there and comment even though he had nothing to say about it he said Morey was misinformed He was misjudging the situation. LeBron took a ton of heat. They came back to the United States after an aborted, terrible trip to China. None of their doing. Then, on a Saturday night in January, LeBron James passes Kobe Bryant for third on the all-time scoring list, doing so in a Laker uniform in Philadelphia, Kobe's adopted hometown. The next day, Kobe Bryant dies, along with eight others, including his daughter Gianna, in a helicopter crash. Then... The Lakers have their first game at the Staples Center after the death of Kobe Bryant on a Friday on ESPN. Remember watching it, how emotional it was Friday night, that night. And LeBron had his speech to say to the Staples Center crowd. At the last second, he decided to ditch the speech and speak from the heart. The Blazers won the game. Then the Lakers go to the bubble. They're the first team to clinch the number one seed. People are wondering, what are the Lakers going to do after they clinch the one Guess who they play in the first round of the playoffs? That same Blazers team that knocked them off at the Staples Center. And what happens in game one? Dame Lillard outplays LeBron, and people are freaking out already. What's going on with the Lakers? Then they drop game one to Houston. Eventually, they win the Western Conference, and key last night, they win their 17th NBA championship. All of that, all of that burdened by the King. And you missed out, not necessarily missed out, but the bubble part of Injustin, that what we're doing, mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter that he's involved in, the vote. I mean, just everything that you could think of, the, the weight that's, that is on his shoulders. The backpack, as Jay likes the, to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. the backpack. And, and it has bricks in it. And, and it's heavy. <laughs> thing is heavy. And so, you know, to be able to navigate his team to the 17th championship, his fourth, his third with three different, his fourth with three different teams, you look at that as a great feat. Man, you say to yourself, you go, how could you do it? Mm. It's, not a lot of, it's not a lot of professional athletes that can endure the stress level and still be able to go out on that floor and compete. Mm-hmm. Mind you, with, without his family in the bubble. Right. His family was not there where some other players' families were. Right. He gets criticized for so much, and it's a shame. But it's 
part jealousy, part hate, envy, all of the words that you could think of is why. And it's like he continues to go out and do it. The next year, it'll be interesting to see what people start out by saying. Well, Key, uh, this is what happens when you're the best player in the world. People pick apart your game to a degree or what you say or how you say it or what you stand for. And, but don't get things twisted either. These are all the things that fuel LeBron James. And I think last night cements it when he says, I want some damn respect too, right? These are the things that drive him to be the best. And whether criticism is fair or unfair, this is the world we live in, right? It's not always warranted, but this is also what makes LeBron James great. He continues to thrive in chaos. He continues to thrive in chaos. And last night proves it once again, and he's not done. He's not done. They are still the favorites next year. You know, we always do this. As soon as the, as soon as the team wins the championship, you should have seen me in the studio last night at 1245 at night, right? You're talking about all the great things that the NBA has done. Kudos to the NBA, by the way. Oh, yeah. Not one COVID case. Not one COVID case in the bubble. They did it right. Them in the NHL, not one. That's so impressive for Adam Silver. But as soon as they went last night, the question comes into your ear. How about 2021, 2022? Who's the favorite? What's going on? You're like, wow, we can't even get through this season? And automatically, when you start thinking about it, you're like, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they're the favorite going into next season too. So there's still a lot of work for him to be done, but that's the beautiful thing about LeBron. He recognizes that, and he relishes in that too. Well, it, it you know, I was when the game was over with, much like you, it was in the studio, I sat there and I said, you know, I was just saying, I was talking to somebody, I said, well, this is the first thing we should be saying. We're going to enjoy this victory for the next couple <laughs> nights, and I think it, the one thing that we got to do is we got to set our minds up for the next season in 2021-22. And as I said, that's, that's how he should come to the podium and say, we're going to enjoy this for the next couple nights, we're going to get back home to our families, but our sights are set on 21-22. That's where our sights are set on. So you said to Jay, what – will this organization look like moving forward? And I remember when you used to do college basketball, right after a champion was crowned, it's the way too early top 25 for exactly. next year. It comes out like 45 minutes, and we're as guilty of it as anybody. So we're looking at the Lakers as a favorite. How do you think they will be comprised next year, especially with the AD situation lingering? I, 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 don't, I don't know. We still have to go through the draft, which is coming up. We still have to go through free agency, which is coming up. Uh, the one thing I will do is give a lot of respect to Jenny Buss and Rob Palenka. And also I want to pay a, a lot of respect to Magic Johnson, who got LeBron there to L.A. in the first place. But even with all the duos, the, the Kevin Durant and the Kyrie in Brooklyn, the Splash Brothers coming back, uh, you look at the pieces that are comprised of L.A., they need to find shooting. Um, I don't know if that's going to be Danny Green, even though he signed a two-year $30, $30 million deal with them. Uh, he's getting a little bit older in the stage of his career, but you, you got you got two of the top five players in the league. You are going to be a favorite next year. No, you got, you gonna have some pieces that you're gonna surround. As long as you got those two, you can get a few other guys. You can move a Danny Green, maybe to clear up some salary cap space. You can, there's other guys that's gonna come off their books. Obviously, there's Caruso that's there. You got to make a decision on on Kuz, what you're gonna do there. And you mentioned Anthony Davis. And, I, and I'll say this, and I'll say it loud and clear. I get it. He's, he's lingering out there, right? He's, he hasn't signed a long-term deal. Superstar players don't leave the Lakers. Mm. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Superstar players don't leave the Lakers. Willingly. They just don't. Right. 
Shaq get traded. Shaq. Dwight Howard had issues going on with the organization and Kobe, so he decided not to re-sign with Mitch Kupchak, even though they wanted to re-sign him. But superstar players just don't decide to walk out the Staples Center. And it just you, doesn't happen. Let me give you a quick chess analogy as it relates to the Lakers. The fact that they have the queen is the most powerful piece on the chessboard. Mm-hmm. When LeBron James and AD play at their best, they have two queen. They have two queen pieces on the chessboard. It's really unstoppable when you think about it. Great point. All of our guests on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line this morning were presented by Progressive Insurance. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. On the way, Russell Wilson has never received one vote for the MVP award. While you were sleeping late last night. The moment, the drive that may have changed it all and may have cemented the award for him. Missed it? We'll have it for you next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.